This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here we go. It's hour two. G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. The latest weather report out of Buffalo. Possible uh, showers. You're looking at a 50% chance now of some precipitation with uh, temps in the mid to low 40s uh, around game time. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes uh, with the weather. I think it's something very important to track. I think it's advantage Buffalo the worse the weather gets because of how desperate they are and their willingness to run their quarterback, his, his skills at running, and then their actual running back. Their running backs, yeah. Yeah. A running game, I believe, would favor them. Uh, yes, but hey, it should. The Cowboys can run well, too. And when they play disciplined, uh, maybe they could handle that. I don't know if we ever have seen them handle a, a threat this good from a quarterback and running back combo. Uh, well, I don't know. Giants. But still, Giants don't, don't have the weapons to no. threaten you like that. So, that yes, I think that would be the, the biggest challenge maybe that this defense has faced other than maybe a Shanahan offense over the last couple of years. Anyway, here's Zach Wolchuk in your NFL News of the Day. Guys, how pumped are we? We get Chargers Raiders tonight mm. for Thursday Night Football. I know nobody's mm. more excited than Al Michaels. And, of course, the Chargers will not have Justin Herbert. They're going to be starting Easton Stick, three-time national champion in college in North Dakota State. Uh, but they won't have their wide receiver, Keenan Allen, either. He's got a heel injury. He will miss his first game of the season. And then Josh Jacobs is very much doubtful for the Las Vegas Raiders as well. So two big members of both teams' offenses. We get Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell tonight on Thursday Night Football on Prime. Is this just the diehard of diehards for the respective teams tonight watching this game and, then the, so. and then the gamblers? Much, much like last or week. Or the fantasy. When it was Steelers and Patriots. I, yeah, I just... I can't. How are they Scoot promoting Knight. this? Wait, what are they doing to promote this game? You know where they're like, uh, you know, uh, Brady versus Manning. Or, it's Austin you know, like, Eckler and Max Crosby. <laughs> okay, because they can't even use Keenan Allen. Or Devontae Adams. I don't know what. I don't know what you. Yeah, Devontae. You probably do Devontae Eckler Adams. Eckler and Adams versus Eckler. Sure. It's a legendary AFC West showdown, boys. It is. Two proud yeah. franchises. Can't wait to watch that tonight. That's going to be an absolute blast. Do you think we're going to be watching a tank off? Oh, I don't know how much teams do that. I, I don't That's think Antonio to Pierce is is a tanker, but I think that he's Brandon, trying to Brandon keep. Staley no, right. knows he's got one foot out the door. Yeah, Brandon, I don't know if there's much effort going on with the Pierce Chargers. is trying to get the job. That's true. He's got to try and win. So yeah, he's not he's not interested. Unless, it seemed like they tried pretty hard last week. Yeah, unless they're unless you're interested, unless when they scored Mark zero Davis, points, Mark yeah. Davis has told him, "Listen, if you lose the rest of the games, we'll keep you around on the staff." Well, it was hilarious when KNC played the audio of Justin Jefferson earlier, who was part of that three to nothing game, and then he gets taken to the hospital, and he said he's in the emergency room watching the game, and he's cheering, and all everyone around him that was actually hurt probably got annoyed, 
And Baskey made the great point of well, what the hell was he cheering about? It was a three to nothing game. There was nothing. There was to cheer nothing for. to cheer about. Well, his teammates did do a keg stand like celebration. The celebration I, was fun. Not a touchdown celebration because they only scored three points. So they must have gotten an interception and then they all ran to the end zone mm. to do the keg stand thing, which was all just to make fun of their offensive coordinator who had just been arrested for a DUI two nights prior before the game. Well, Brian, you will get both of your former LSU Tigers, go Tigers, in Justin Jefferson playing against the Bengals despite his chest injury and Jamar Chase will be playing as well. So arguably the two top receivers in the sport, depending on who you ask and, and whose orders what. But Jefferson and Chase will be fun. They'll both be out there playing there against each other. Yeah. Have you seen him ask Jamar Chase about that? He's saying, I'm the best. There's no, like, uh, two best. It's like, it's just me. And from a wide receiver, <laughs> I expect that. No, but it is funny because it's like it's two teammates, guys, it's, I, it's I presume, just, are, like, legitimate he's friends. He's not going to give him any credit. He, yeah. It's yes. just me, and then it's everybody else. Dude, you talk about tanking. The prices for the Panthers home game against the Falcons this week. I don't know if any of you guys saw this online. Panthers, Falcons, I bet... I bet that's actually probably like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. You can get in there. Go way lower, buddy. Wow. Way, way lower. Eight dollars. You can get in the building for forty-five cents. Holy cow! Forty-five cents for a ticket, like a seat. That's not a standing room deal. Forty-five seconds, you can get a nosebleed seat. I wouldn't even charge for that. Cents. Just don't don't embarrass yourself like a franchise. You know, it's like here's two quarters, yeah. and you're like, oh, so yeah. I'll give you your change back. Yeah, how as well. brutal is that? As the owner, I'm buying up every ticket under twenty bucks. It's terrible, man. Yeah, you um, can't let that get out. No, that's a, that's a bad look. Oh, that's disgusting. It's disgusting. Forty five cents. This 45 isn't just cents. some person selling their own tickets for forty five cents. There's like multiple. a bit. This is how like, would you not go? It's football. I mean, it's the NFL. I'll go see an NFL game for forty five cents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I can watch Scott Hansen in the red zone for free on my couch. Yeah, but you don't want to go see yeah. a potential division champ in the Falcons. <laughs> Watching Desmond Ritter play football I mean, gives you're gonna me have, odd. You're going to have you're going to have great access to upfront parking. That might be a great a great no, payoff. No line to the concessions or the restrooms. Yeah. Forty five cents. I was yeah. blown away. When yeah, I saw that's that. true. Like going to a bar, but a football game's going on live. It'll be pretty spacious in there. Yeah. Terrible. It'll be a nice afternoon. We probably will not get to see C.J. Stroud play for the Texans this week as they take on the Titans. Davis Mills is most likely going to start. C.J. Stroud still has not cleared concussion protocol. It's Thursday now. His head hit pretty hard on that turf. Yeah, I, so we're probably going to get the neck of uh, Davis Mills out there quarterbacking the Texans as they're fighting for a playoff berth there in the AFC, and they need that win. Now, we go to Josh Allen, whom the Cowboys will play this week, and of course, we put a bow on the Bills and the Chiefs game. We move ahead, but people were wondering, well, did Mahomes, he apologize? Did he apologize specifically to Josh Allen? Media asked Josh Allen about that today. He reached out to me, and I was just like, it's it's football. It's a game of emotion. You know, I didn't, I, I know he didn't mean anything by it, and I know the camera's kind of caught the last few seconds of what we were talking about, but, um, you know, he's a he's an ultimate competitor. He wants to win, and... Um, you know, that's why uh, he is who he is. So, there you go. He did. For those that were wondering yeah. and wanted to make sure that Mahomes apologized to Josh Allen, he did. And I believe they're friends. I they be, have a very good relationship. I bet he sent him a 12-pack of Yellow Bellies. Think so? Yeah. Would that be four better more, than... Four more already drank. Better than an edible <laughs> arrangement? Yeah. yeah. Four empty cans and eight others? Well, he's a... He's oh, a, sorry, man. I was, I was wrapping... a Coors Light guy. I was Mahomes. wrapping this up, yeah, and I've had a couple on the way. <laughs> man... <laughs> That's great. Okay. Enjoy the APAC, man. I saw this uh, <laughs> via The Athletic. Jordan Poyer, he has explained how the combination of quitting drinking and doing ayahuasca has made him a better player. Huh. 
as he previously was with Cleveland. He started 10 games in total, three years there. Then he gets to Buffalo, and he breaks out. And since 2018, he's been one of the better safeties in football. He was an All-Pro in 2021. And they asked him, okay, well, what changed? Uh, He said, I stopped drinking. I started doing ayahuasca. And his wife, Rachel Bush, said that he would drink about a six-pack of IPAs in 20 to 30 minutes, then often black out back in 2018. Lightweight. Quote, I'd find him drinking in crazy places, like under the bathroom cabinets, hidden like a child, his wife reveals. So he was hiding in the bathroom cabinets? He was hiding booze? Just shotgunning beers? Just drinking. Warm beer? Underneath the counter that's weird it was weird talk to wait get run those run back those he's numbers real yeti. quick he's got a yeti no but he's in there he was doing ipas at what he what was type of rate six pack of ipas in 20 to 30 minutes and often blacking out i i, I mean the, I, I feel like that the, the blackout there is inevitable how about how full you are drinking ipas very that, thick in that time of yeah. it's like nine beers the blacking out after that I mean, but those are i mean those ipas are usually anywhere from like six to nine percent Six of those in thirty minutes, maybe not full on blackout, but if that you're one, doing that every night, pretty bad. Yeah, that's you build what up it was. the tolerance. I mean, he was I, essentially an alcoholic. I think that's probably what what she saw. That's but yeah. there was there was like a pint of whiskey in the garage. Or there something. was something else yeah. going on. Okay, something heavier. Yeah. So, however, after quitting drinking, appreciate your expertise on this. By <laughs> yeah, the way. thank you. He was Seriously. still dealing with anxiety, maybe a couple hydrocodone and depression. <laughs> yeah, a couple quaaludes. Sauce was calling him weak. <laughs> He's got to have some more booze. So Poyer <laughs> black out over that. <laughs> Poyer says that's when he discovers ayahuasca. "Quote: It's brownish and really thick. It almost looks like oil, but it's darker and thicker. It's one of the worst things you could ever taste." But after he did ayahuasca, his wife Rachel says he became like my dream husband. Uh, I was nervous about what it would do to him, but he came back a totally new man, so appreciative of me and our family. Poyer went on to say, I truly feel like I'm not from this planet. Mm. Always being the odd one out, having different perspectives, thinking differently. Now he says his purpose is to be a bright light for everybody that I touch and connect with. And that's who the Cowboys are playing on Sunday. The ayahuasca, no longer alcoholic Jordan Poyer. And shout out to him for getting his life around. Just call him an alcoholic? No longer. Oh. He quit in 2018. You did, though. But he was. Well, he admitted he was in this oh. article via The Athletic. I'm yeah. just reporting. Dawson I, just called him out for not drinking enough. Well, I called the details of the story. I didn't seem right one way or another, and I think we got to the bottom of it. She, yeah. was, she was just unaware of the, everything that he had going on. He's a hell of a football player. Yeah. And uh, we've got Jake Ferguson, who's been putting his face along with other Bill's safeties up as they run through the running back gauntlet yeah. there. And that's now taken over social media. Shout out to Nick Harris who posted that. Wait, Jake Ferguson? That was Jake Ferguson's idea? Mm-hmm. To print out the faces the of safeties. Buffalo Bills? Oh, just their safeties? Yeah, and I think behind there, there's other, you know, maybe like defensive linemen. The rubber arms, like the little tunnel that you run through, yeah. like the, that thing, yep. the resistance deal. Yep. I was trying to get you and brought us to do that on nope. video in Oxnard. Nope. It would have been a great video. They, so we just didn't do it because I feel like we'd have been kicked out. I mean, brought us. Come could, on now. Could, you maybe could see, have the, the place. place. Could have got stuck. That's well, what I was hoping for. Totally, or just getting <laughs> slingshotted back that's out. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Next year we go back out on the field. You're doing it? Give me a little liquid courage. I got you. Yes, dude. I, I, I want to see you channel your inner Mike Allstock. Give me a little liquid courage. We can go out there and do this. Now, who is the MVP of the San Francisco 49ers? Is it Brock Purdy? Is it Christian McCaffrey? Uh, it's choice C, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Well, Kyle was asked this question about both of them, and here was his response. 
That's, I mean, trying to get me in trouble with those two guys. Um, that's the only reason I wouldn't overly comment on either one of them, because I don't want them to cancel each other out. Um, but if any quarter, if any non-quarterback's going to get an MVP, I don't get how Christian McCaffrey can't. I mean, he's amazing in what he's done all year. If it's going to a quarterback, then I don't have to talk about Christian. I can talk about our quarterback. And um, I'm still, if his numbers is all you see, then I think that solves it up. But if you watch the film, um, then it makes it even stronger, which to me is the most important thing. I think he's making a great point, and I think this is how we get Dak to an MVP. Much like Dak and Zeke took votes away from each other in 2016, neither of them won. Yeah. We need Purdy and McCaffrey to take votes away from each other, and Dak wins. There you go. Is McCaffrey anywhere on these odds, like these MVP odds? We're going to start start the campaign here. Hey, Let's I think go. that's the a good campaign. Yes, that's the a campaign. Good, that's a good the campaign's turning, what we need. It's a good mm-hmm. turning of the page from last year, you know. From our one McCarthy year or McCaffrey year to the next year in the G Bag Nation, we've really, I mean, we've really we, gone. We know the full impact that CMC has made we've for grown. this team. They're you know, a completely different offense. His mama asked for us to stop being Richards. Yeah, and uh, we're complying. Yes, we are full on. He's got my vote. Ready to vote for Christian McCaffrey. CMC for MVP, baby. Absolutely, start it, and uh, maybe Dak can end up getting this thing. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger, he's got his football and podcast. And he's taken shots at his former team. Has the tradition been lost there in Pittsburgh, according to Ben? Maybe the, the, the tradition of the Pittsburgh Steelers is, 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 is done. Maybe it needs to be formed a new kind of way. I don't know. Like, who's, who's grabbing someone by the face mask and being like, uh-uh? Yeah. That's not, no, that's not, not what we're what doing. we do. That's not yeah. what we do. Um, is that happening? You have guys on defense doing it, but you need guys on both sides of the ball doing it. You need someone to stand up in that room on offense mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, this, this this isn't this isn't what it means to wear the black and gold. Yada yada yada. You just got to be good. They don't have any. They don't have, they don't good have enough a quarterback players. right now, Ben. You yeah. should be the first one to be able to see that. Yeah. Yeah. But what the hell are you doing? No, it's sixty few... years of tradition. It doesn't go away. Good when lord. You retire. There's still a physical defense when you watch. If they win a game, it's probably because of their physical play. Yeah. They're running the ball with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, former Oklahoma State poke. And probably Warren should be the starter there, not Najee. But they took Najee in the first round, so they got to keep giving him the ball. They don't heard have a quarterback. That, heard that story before. Yeah, they don't have a quarterback. Um, I, I, I think Ben Roethlisberger's onto something, though. They're just a few grabbed face masks away from what being they need to do. well above 500. Put foot insert in rear, and maybe somebody out there will start Ooh. playing better football. Yeah, you got to set the tone. How's, yeah. how's Ben looking? Yeah, Ben looks about the same. Does he? Is he is he like Probably most, added a few. Most players get smaller. He's gotten, he, could, he could get on the soda program with me. Oh, he could. But he's always been a thick guy. Yeah. But I've never been a big Ben Roethlisberger fan, so he can go blade himself. Mm. Shout out to Keegan Michael Key, who's going to return to host the NFL Honors this year. Do you guys ever watch the Honors? Last year, I mean, we were in Vegas or in at the Super Bowl in Arizona. This year, it's in Vegas. Rem- I missed it last year. Remember how we were having trying to navigate getting out of that? It got busy. It got to it, the point we couldn't get out of the right, place. Right. It's at the same place where we're doing our show and the convention is. So the traffic got wild. It was but crazy trying to get out of that place. From what I remember, I think Lucius does a good job. You pull some of the clips if they're funny. But Keegan Michael Key. I thought he did a good job last year from the clips that I saw. Yeah, I can't I can't recall, but I'm sure he was just uh, absolutely hitting the home run. I do know he's a big football guy, so it's he important. he understands, he gets it. So his his jokes are probably on point and topical. Is he the guy who looks like James Franklin, the coach at my yes uh, from uh, Penn yeah. State? Yeah, but he just doesn't wear glasses, oh. and he's taller. Mm. He's probably better looking. Okay, funnier. 
much funnier. Very talented. I thought he, just a better presence. I thought overall. he. I thought there's a clip I saw where he imitated Coach Franklin, he did. and they and he's dressed he up and he ran on the field like he does and all that stuff. Like he's, that. I mean, and the names bit that he does is hilarious. Yeah. Well, Ken Peel is you know yeah. an all timer. Well, and Jordan. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, they're both wickedly talented individuals. Now, yesterday we heard about the expansion when it comes to the NFL and and going to the going to Brazil. You know, they mm-hmm. want to keep doing this when it comes to international games. Well, according to a source, there was only one team that voted against the expansion when it comes to the international games. The Chicago Bears. They were the lone vote. The McCaskey family said, we ain't into this. The reason why is, quote, we have generational talents coming in. Fans want to see Patrick Mahomes coming in. They want to see Josh Allen. They want to see Jalen Hurts. They want to see Tommy DeVito (laughs) coming in. They say that? Yes, that was the direct quote (laughs) from McCaskey. Was it really? He literally said that. The room, and the, the article writes, the room burst into laughter. It was the best line of the entire meeting, one source said in the meeting, adding it was a good-natured and well-received quip. Okay, um, okay, very good. He was just he was just busting balls there. That's a, that's a good that's a I, good line. Was he busting balls because they voted against this? He's like, I need my fans. I'm not giving up a no, home game. I want them no. to come see Pat Mahomes if they're playing in Chicago. No, because because they're selfish. That's what they are. The McCaskies are, are selfish there in Chicago. Yeah, everybody knows they that. They don't, they don't care about they don't care about their fans. They want the money. That's what it's all about over there. It is a funny line though to throw in Devito. I, he's he's clearly not being serious when he says Devito. He's he, oh, he that, that's is. that's a that's the joke ha 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 portion. But he did clearly it vote against this thing. I mean, when you threw in Tommy Devito in there, it's like yeah, hold on it's a good. second. What it's are we good doing? Line. What are we doing? But you still got outvoted, and you can go bleep yourself. The league is also uh, going to go ahead and not ban the tush push, as Troy Vincent basically said. Roger Goodell, you go bleep yourself. We're not going to ban it just yet. There's no evidence when it comes to the injuries, and just because the Eagles are doing it better than anybody, we're not going to go ahead and, and reprimand them for that. The NFL is going to ban the hip drop tackle, most likely, and they're going to review touchback rules regarding fumbles through the end zone. So that's to be something to monitor as we move into the offseason. 817 has a follow-up question asking, what the heck is ayahuasca? It's that, uh, it's, it's that uh, you know, ancient uh, special drink that the, uh, the natives handed down. Uh, it's like off of some bark of some tree, they make a tea out of it, and that's kind of like a mushroom or a peyote type of experience, like a hallucinogen, and people go on like spiritual journeys or whatever with it uh, I was smoking that <laughs> Aaron Rodgers I think was uh the the first last year to really popularize it now other players are you know was this when he went apparently. on the darkness trip yes, on this? Uh, yes. I think that was before the darkness trip yeah, I don't he's know. dabbled before but he definitely. separates he has his darkness trips and then he's got his you so know, he doesn't do the, he doesn't do both right together who knows like the I don't know what trip. he does in the darkness I don't know that he's really told us yeah uh, I don't know if that was just sensory deprivation or if he was also tripping balls, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the greatest reason for fear this weekend. We did it better. Might also be the greatest weekend to believe this we- is the Cowboys' year, and it's next to the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. I hope you're having an outstanding day. I had some highly encouraging Cowboys news. It just got better. If you want the Cowboys to beat the Bills, Brian Broaddus has the details. Brian. Yeah, I was wondering how I just tweeted this out. <laughs> like I said, how you feeling about this, Cowboy fans? Uh, this week's official is Craig Wallerstead. Uh, he is a... Uh, Cowboys are 9-0 and with him as an official. Bam. Take that, Bills. Let's go. Six wins at home and three on the road. Might as well stay at home and sip some hot chocolate <laughs> up so, there. Yeah, so this is one of those things because, okay, last week, Cowboy fans lost their damn minds when John Hussey's crew was 7-0 and against for Philadelphia, right? Bleeping yeah. Hussey. So how, so how do you think Cowboy fans are taking? Are they... How's Chief taking it after picking against the Cowboys last night? Does this rattle you at all, Eric? Well, I mean, hearing about how bad this Bills defense is from Broaddus there, and then you give me this news on the referees. This is the hopium that I need. I was getting back against him too, but now? Are you going to make me lone wolf on the Bills this week? (laughs) Oh, no. No, Gavin's picking the Bills. Oh, Oh, that's right. Have the Bills just been like bending but not breaking? Because looking at their game results, they don't get like, are they taking teams away? How is it? How is it not adding up to a bunch of points again? Oh, it's the sacks. The sacks. They, they're like they're you know, second or third in the league in sacks. So what happens is when they don't when they don't get you with pressure or they don't sack you, that's their the, the issues that they have. So I don't know. I mean, it's funny when I, when you watch the games. You know, they watch the Kansas City game and then you watch the uh, you know the game against Philadelphia and they should have won the Philadelphia game. Oh yeah. They definitely should have won but, the Philadelphia game. But Penalties look, were an issue for them late. At, but you look at overall metrics of the team, they 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 the tight window coverage is not there, and they play a ton of zone. And you but their watch, analytics say they're better than most defenses the Cowboys have played. Do, do, do you not agree with that? Based I don't. On the film? No, I don't agree on that on the film. No. You think they fit in right with these other? I think they fit in because I I, I think they're a better pass rushing. You know, they played some good pass rushing teams. Hmm. They played some teams that haven't played well in the secondary. So I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the guy buying Cowboy offense. Yeah. So, you know, my hope is. Should be able to execute against yeah, what you I'm, described. I'm hopeful that they find a way to, if you can okay. find a way to block these guys. That's where well, it comes, it's going to come down to, I believe. I, I think if the Bills win, it's going to be because they score a lot of points. And, um, you know, so far I, I still expect that. Um, and, you know, the, the biggest concern with the Bills, I wanted to tie this together for you, is also the biggest reason to be bullish on a Cowboys championship parade. Okay, we go to Chris Trapasso. Uh, Bills motioned on 60% of Josh Allen's dropbacks against the Chiefs. Three straight games with Joe Brady at OC, in, in which Buffalo has hit the 60% motion mark on the Allen dropbacks. Um, so they are now amongst the league leaders in, in motion. <laughs> what happened for them happened for the Cowboys for different reasons. The Cowboys found it in a, in a healthy and organic way at the bye week. The Bills found it, I believe, because Joe Brady, who is one of the guys who's been given credit for kind of pushing this offense into the future, you know, in college and the NFL. I think he was watching Ken Dorsey run uh, uh, something that was not optimized. And as they fall to five and five, he strikes when the opportunity was there. You go into the people in charge and say, here's why you're struggling. It's an easy sell at that point, even though Ken Dorsey had had a lot of success with the Bills and was given quite a bit of credit for bringing along Josh Allen. He's gone. And now uh, both these offenses 
are amongst the best in the NFL if you just go by what they're doing right now. And it's the same reason they, well, at least partially with the Bills, I'm sure their offense isn't totally the same as the Cowboys, but a huge push to motion, saving both offenses. If you need any further convincing that the Cowboys, I believe, have stumbled upon the formula for great offensive football here into the future, this is it right here. I mean, the Buffaloes were, the, the Bills were, had fallen to 5-5 five and five with an MVP caliber quarterback, which should be unstoppable, losing right and left to bad teams. And they're like, hey, let's do this. Should have won three in a row if it wasn't for crappy defense and some penalties. They would have beaten the Eagles as well and the Chiefs, both the Super Bowl teams last year, just by going to more motion. Holy cow, how drunk are NFL teams' leaderships if everybody can't see this right now? Yeah, it's bizarre. I've been I mean, wondering about it for years, man. Like when you asked uh, Stephen Jones the question early in the season, we were frustrated about the offense, and Stephen's response is, well, there's multiple ways to skin a cat. It's like, yeah, sure, that's true. But then we go through and we look at all the top 10 offenses in the sport at the time, and they're all basically top 10 in motion use. So, yeah, that's definitely the way to have success in today's NFL. Fix both teams. I, I just think that's pretty cool. Okay, next topic here, G-Bag Nation. Why hasn't the biggest game in America not returned yet? We could be looking at 20 years. This weird. It's an unsolved mystery. How the hell did Jerry Jones kick off the Super Stadium era mm-hmm. in America? He's running around helping all the other teams build stadiums. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they think he's getting pieces of those too though. Maybe they think Jerry's getting pieces of everything. He is. That legends the legends is part of what's going on at the at Vegas. Part of what's going on with the Rams and the Chargers out there in L.A., New York, yeah, they got the concessions everywhere. Sure. He's he's hey, he's a part of you know every one of these Super Bowls that you're seeing now. Uh, he's you know with with the concessions and stuff. It's part of part of his business, you know. So he's 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 got his hand in the till, no question. Do you think there's any way that it's uh, because of what happened with the seating and the snowstorm? Could very well be the seating. A seat you can't plan for the weather. No, that I mean, it, the, the day of the game was a beautiful day, but the the seating thing that that was embarrassing. That yeah, was terrible. They thought they had plenty of time to add what, like two thousand extra seats, yeah, was, where maybe it was more than that. Yeah, it was crazy. And when the weather came in, they just could not get the equipment out there to the stadium. Nope. And on game day, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of fans who are like, "What the hell?" Yep. But I think if you're the NFL, you would chalk that up to. I mean, nobody has a stadium that holds that many people. You're talking about tens of thousands of tickets that Jerry Jones represents. Oh, the, the the Vegas that other teams can't put in there. Yeah, Vegas is one of the smaller stadiums, believe it or not, for being new. You make a great point about the revenue, and now that area has also hosted what was the World Series. Granted, it was 2020, right in the yeah. during the pandemic, but now another World Series championship with the Rangers, and they're about to have the All Star Game there. So the Rangers' new stadium is is definitely hosting these events. I, I do think Arlington deserves another shot. Yeah, I mean, you got, I, I don't know, would they want Texas Live as a backdrop? Seems like a pretty perfect place. You got wonderful Lowe's. hotels. You're 10 minutes from an airport. Yeah. You don't have to deal with L.A. traffic or There's, San mean, Francisco traffic. It's probably we, even worse. We live in a very spread out city to do all this, though. I know it's probably no different than L.A. or any of these other places that host Super Bowls, but this is, Miami's another one that's really, really spread out. It's tough out. to get around through. Tough to get around. Yeah. You know, there's, these, there's some of these Super Bowls that, like the New Orleans one, you don't need a car. You know, everything is downtown. The hotels are downtown. The restaurants are downtown. The stadium's downtown. 
Everything's there for you. You just get your. You don't have to. You don't have to have a car. Which is definitely. You go to the Super Bowl here. Like the the. I remember the Media Hotel was the Sheridan down here downtown. Mm. Yeah. Games in Arlington and all the events. Everything was all spread out all over the place. Well, I Arizona, almost died going to that Sheraton, by the way. How far was it to get to Glendale? That was pretty far. Right, from, from yeah. the actual stadium. And we were downtown yeah. where everything was for the it, actual It's like that in low. every Super Bowl city, it, though. It, you're staying in it, New York City, the game's in the New Jersey. You know, you're staying in San Francisco, Media Rose in San Francisco, you got the game in Santa Clara. Yeah, that's. but I, I'm saying, though, when you look at, though, for convenience for everybody involved. Yeah. That, I mean, that, I tell you what, there's nothing worse than having to drive 30, 40 minutes every day to have to, you know, oh, you have to go to a... The 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 the, uh, the team's hotel is over here, and it's thirty minutes from where you're at, or forty minutes from where you're at. And then, oh, got to go to the other hotel. Oh, that's another hour away, the other side of town. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things they have to think about with these things. I, I don't know if I'm if I'm Jerry. I, I think I'd I'd uh, I'd get my private eyes on this one. I'm like, you you guys, this is ridiculous. I'd be hacked off, and you know, may, maybe maybe that's just how it is behind the scenes. Like Jerry Jones trying to cowboy every deal. He's trying to dominate everything, get all the money, and I, maybe there's a group of people. You know, Arthur Blank with the, the Falcons wasn't a huge fan of his. He tried to chase out Roger Goodell. That was just six years ago. Yeah. You know, Jerry wields his power as like a, a, a ratings machine as the strongest card in the deck quite often, and I think, you know, everybody knows somebody that's kind of done business with Jerry Jones. I, I do think people start to resent that, and and, you know, I think in, in Jerry's world, that's how men do business. That's how you negotiate. So he's probably got no problem with it. It's just interesting when we start to see signs of it. Like, really? We're going to go 20 years without a Super Bowl at AT&T Stadium. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Well, I, I do that's think nuts. there's – I do that's think – nuts. Now, I'll tell you what. It's already starting to look old out there. I don't want to get a couple of more in before this thing's like one of the middle-aged stadiums. Oh, I, I, I disagree with you on that. I find that is one of the – when we walk out of there, it's I'll funny. I'll point it out to you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're good at this. Uh, I, I find it when we're walking out of there, Zach, right? We walk across the field at the end at 1 in the morning. It's gorgeous. That thing's already cleaned up. They, like yeah, all the they trash do, is already out and job. everything's picked You're, up. They're doing a great job with it. But, yeah. you know, father time is undefeated. And it's going to start weathering well, certain well, parts. Well, I, mean, they're with, about I to, haven't been no, to the new ones, so you could very well be right. No, like no. If we went to Minnesota, we might be blown away. Or Atlanta are the ones that are, well, have been made within the last 10 years. You're about to see some things being done to that stadium because of the World Cup coming here. That's mm. true. They're, oh, yeah, they are thing, doing renovations. That thing's going to spruce facelift. up, yeah. Yeah, they might. They're, they're getting that facelift you want. And I saw something about, about Lowe's and, and they're revamping the they're gonna build another entertainment hotel. area. And it looks like the renderings look pretty sweet with yeah. pools and all sorts of fun stuff going down. The so, Medal of Honor Museum should be up and running oh, here eventually yeah, so as well. That thing looks so, so cool, you know. It does. Uh, how the architecture is coming together on that deal. Around the rim coming up next, what kind of basketball stuff do we have, Chief? The Greek freakout and, oh my gosh, Derek Lively next here in the nation. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Thank you, Lucius. Let's get some hoop talk in here with the Chief. Let's do it. We cut the lights out. We put the kids to bed. The G-Bag Nation's going all 56 inches around the rim. It's always a special occasion when the stat of the day 
Allows us to make fun of the San Antonio Spurs. Ooh, let's do it. Historical incompetence is what we are seeing in the association. The Pistons have lost 21 in a row, while the Spurs now lost 18 straight. This is the first time in MLB, NBA, NFL, or NHL history that two teams have been on 18-plus game losing streaks at the same time. Man. When do they play? Each other? Oh, that's a good question. Somebody's got to win that game. They can't both lose. The something's got to give game. The I don't know. Something's got to give. I'll figure it out. Hang yeah, on. yeah. Look that up. I'll look it up. They probably only meet like two or three times throughout the course of the entire season. It'll be a terrible basketball game. But if they're both riding like 20 plus, 30 plus game losing streaks, it'd be phenomenal. Historic, man. I would be, that would be a game that I think we could do like a watch party for, you know, just satire oh dude i would love watching that i, I mean uh, it'd be like a g league all-star game but I, I think this is really a matchup between a team that's uh really horrible uh, in the pistons and a team that's really good at tanking i guess the projected number one pick is uh, another french dude maybe they're trying to go twin french towers Ooh, yeah okay pop's got his eye like this overseas january 10th Dude, there's a chance they could both be riding yeah, this less than a month streak. away. It'd be the 38th game for uh, Detroit at that point. It would be mm-hmm. 38 games <laughs> streak. Okay, well, I think we're all pulling for this. It'll be game number 38. Oh, game it'll be game number, number 38. 38. It'll yeah. be losing streak number like probably 32, 33. Dang, two French dudes in the top five next year. That's pretty impressive. Okay, France? putting out the coming out strong. The come up is real right now. Become an international game. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, if we see the Spurs or Pistons win in the meantime, that'll be disappointing. But there's your stat of the day. Now, uh, of course, we need to get to the, the Greek freak out, but we got to start with Derek Lively, I think. D Magazine, our buddy Istok Franco. Ah, Istok. He really Luke, does a nice job, man. He does do a great job with that magazine. Breaking down, breaking this team down. Um, it's a good follow on the uh, on the Twitter, but every once in a while he drops a Mavs article on you, and today's was centered around Derek Lively. And I think he wanted to pump this out today because the first time we saw Derek Lively play in a Mavericks uniform was in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. and they took on the Timberwolves, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. And he recalls it uh, as, you know, seeing Derek Lively, the 19-year-old rookie, getting pushed around. You know, obviously, first game, Gobert, makes a ton of sense. Welcome to the NBA. That's right. But now... We're like 25-ish games into his NBA career, and we're all sort of rethinking the way that uh, we thought about Derek Lively the night he was drafted and really, um, you know, right up until the start of the season. So we've seen games like 20 points, 16 boards, seven blocks versus the Thunder. Wow. Now, don't tell the national basketball folks about that. They don't really much care because it wasn't Wimby. It wasn't Chet. Mm. Uh, We've seen him go 16 points, 16 boards. So he's done some special stuff. How special, though? Well, Derek Lively, one of only six players this season who are averaging more than nine points, eight boards, three offensive rebounds, and a block and a half a game. The other guys are Gobert, Embiid, Anthony Davis. Um, And then you have rim-protecting lob threats like Nick Claxton and Clint Capella as well in that. Uh, but so you're starting to already see sort of the the big man archetype that Lively is falling into, and it's 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 the type of big that the Mavericks have been chasing for 
many years. Yeah, and it's, he's probably around the prototype of the future. I mean, obviously, you'd want a Wimby if you can get it. Right. But if you can't get the superstar player, this guy that's active and versatile and skilled is, I think, what every team's looking for right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the athleticism for sure. And then when you combine it with, like you said, the activity, mm-hmm. the effort, like he just – he he really jumps off the screen at you when you watch him because of how active he is, and then you combine that athleticism. According to Basketball Reference, only nine other players in the past 25 seasons have produced these types of statistics, um, and and that was you know before their age 21 season. He's only 19 years old. It's unbelievable how quickly he's learned a different way to play basketball because at Duke he wasn't asked to do any of this stuff. I think that's why he struggled in Abu Dhabi and in the preseason we were still like, oh my goodness, this is going to be brutal. He's fouling too much. He doesn't know his role, but he can do all the stuff. His mom was a great player and a great coach. And I, I think it's just basketball IQ is oozing out of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some players, it's incredible. I see it on the soccer team all, all the time. A kid can show up and see the drill once and do it better than a kid that's been doing it for a couple of years. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually I'm I'm glad you bring that up. The like how quickly he's learning things. Yeah. And and that's something that the Mavericks need desperately because they're depending hugely on him. And fortunately, that's the kind of guy that he is. And, and Franco writes about that in the article. Like he's going like just a few weeks ago, I was writing about this dude and some of the defensive issues that the Mavs were having and, and how Derek Lively wasn't quite on par with the elite rim protectors like a Gobert or a Jaron Jackson Jr., Brooke Lopez. At the time, opponents were making almost 70 percent of their shots at the rim with Lively as the closest defender, a surprisingly high number. So it led Franco to believe that he was still adjusting to the speed of the NBA and, and, and things of like things th- things of that nature. But in seven games since, Derek Lively has averaged almost three blocks per game, recording at least two blocks in all but one of these games. And during this stretch, the opponent's field goal percentage at the rim with Lively uh, being the closest defender is now 49%. So it's gone from a few weeks ago, him going, gosh, this yeah. is like at the rim, you're giving up 70%, Lively, you're going to need to be a little bit better there. All of a sudden now it's slightly under 50% at the rim. He's just he's learning things at a, at a very rapid rate. And at 19, I mean, scratching the surface right now, how Dude, good can he be? The big man learning curve is supposed to be like two or three years of pro basketball before you get there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's showing up at 19 and learning this stuff in 20 games. I think sky's the limit. I was dead balls on wrong about what he's capable of. Yeah, and when you start to project players to the Mavericks, like one of the things that's hard to project to an extent is like just, okay, but what is it when you're playing with one of or two of the best offensive weapons in all of basketball, and that takes the pressure off you, and it can really just highlight your strengths because that's all we're going to ask you to do, things you're good at. You're super athletic, cool. Let's just pick and roll lob this thing for a while until you figure other stuff out. But we can do that at a high level right now because everybody's concerned about Luka. Everybody's concerned about Kyrie. So it's just been a perfect fit. And shout out to Derek Lively for being just a super quick learner, sponge kind of dude. And he's been a joy. And now you'll get to see him tonight versus Gobert after game one of his career in Abu Dhabi kind of getting pushed around. You'll be able to kind of, okay, let's see what this growth looks like now versus what I believe to be the defensive player of the year to this point, Rudy Gobert, best defense in basketball in Minnesota, the number one seed in the West. It's crazy to say that about the Timberwolves, but that's where they're at right now. So tonight's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, you got to play your game. I don't don't know if it's going to go great. I think he's got weight room uh, concerns here uh, in matchups like this uh and then he needs help 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take on those three guys by yourself effectively. Um, but I, I like his chance. I, I, I'm encouraged by what I've seen, and I'm excited about you know, watching him tonight again. Play your game. You can't try to wrestle the strongest dude in the room. You got to be. You got to use your speed and your skill. And if he can accomplish that and, and put up 15 and 10 tonight, Oof, I will be thrilled. Me too, dude. Yeah. Giannis career high franchise record: 64 points, 20 of 28 from the field, 14 boards, four steals, and uh, one extremely violent chase down after the game, trying to get the game ball. I've never seen a basketball player try and go get the game ball. I didn't know that was really just a thing. I was actually wondering, tunnel, like, so these NBA games, they're just playing with the same ball all game? Because, you know, in football well. and basketball, that surprises or, I mean, me football too. and baseball, yeah. they're, they're, they're yeah, cycling through. You, you just naturally change them out. Well, at least at halftime, you figure, you know, like they... Or quarters? I think yeah. you got to find one that, that, that both guys agree to. It's broken Because the balls can be so different, they always, you know? I know with the tip-off, they always kind of let the starters, like, bounce the ball a little bit and feel yeah. the ball. and they Yeah, so I, I kind of felt like at halftime they changed the ball. I think there's, there's just such a difference in the texture and the PSIs yeah. and everything. It's I hope Giannis ended up getting the right ball. Yeah, he's still not totally 100% sure that he did, uh, but he was furious. The Pacers took the game ball after the game, and uh, they wanted to give it to their rookie who had scored his first points or whatever. Um, but Giannis was furious. He's he's chirping at everybody. Get me my ball. Get me my ball. And then he just sprints into the the I mean, opposing team high. tunnel. Yeah. Oh, it's his it career is. high for sure, yeah, and is. it's a franchise record. I mean, that's a that's a special ball to have. I get why he would want it, but I've never seen a player act like that. It was insane. No, it was insane. Uh, almost I mean, as the insane. Reaction as, was just. It's like you're Giannis. You're gonna get the ball if you really want it that bad. Dude. It's still not as insane as what Mark Cuban said he would have done, <laughs> which is give the ball to the rookie who was the, the the road team in this game who scored two points, two useless points and a loss, and uh, and he was going to give Giannis, the, you said, the scorecard? Basically yeah, going to go to ESPN, he, print he, off the box score? He Giannis receive yeah. the scorecard instead. He's just mad that he was too stupid to take Giannis all those years ago. <laughs> he traded out of the pick to get Giannis because he wanted $250,000 in cap space. Shut up, Mark. He said his teammates can sign it and frame it for him. You still here? Is that what he said? What he said. He, this is, we were getting butt cracked. We are. There's no way Mark Cuban said that. I don't know, man. This is NBA. He's Central. Too smart for that. I might owe Mark Cuban an apology. Getting ball sacked on that one. Chuck. Come on, dude. I'd give the ball to the rookie with situations like that. I'd take the box score. I'd get his teammates to sign it and I'd frame it for him. You got to yeah. tell the rookie, I'm sorry, but the night you scored uh, your first bucket, Giannis had his career high, yeah. and uh, you don't get this ball. And but uh, we lost that game. Let's yeah, not forget that. Not son. a ball sack. Two Maybe Giannis could sign another loss. one for you. Yeah. Come on, dude. Uh, and Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. So what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, but they're going to lay the hammer down. And now Jake Paul is offering $10 million to Draymond Green if he wants to hop on one of these uh, celebrity fight cards. Is he really? 10 mil? 10 mil. Wow, they got a lot of money in that in that deal. Dude, he is making a killing. Yeah, I don't know what Draymond's going to want to do. I, I don't know what the league wants out of him. I mean, um, he's making $25 million a year for the next four years. I'd say take wow. your $10 million and cram it up your crim, hold the floor. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't need that money. But, I mean, maybe. if I think, you know, if... if well, who's my opponent? You got a good matchup for <laughs> yeah, me. who's my opponent? I, I, I don't feel like Draymond <laughs> Green has, has a lot of confidence in his basketball skills anymore. I kind of agree with Charles Barkley. Uh, last <laughs> yeah, night. Barkley made a really good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this is... Draymond Green should pivot to wrestling, probably, right? Yes. Instead of, like, legitimate fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should no, have the right. MMA route. I mean, yeah. he's trying to choke people. I mean, Although Brock Lesnar... punch that he had was pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I think the deal in, like, MMA, especially in the heavyweight, you could be so much bigger. Like, if he really started putting on weight, he'd be like 270 pounds. 
I don't know. If you can fight at all, you're going to be whipping 205-pound guys. Go, you're going to be the heavyweight champ just because you're bigger than everybody. That's what Brock Lesnar did. It's time for the Wooly Bullies Top 10 because Brian Baldinger is coming up at 420. Wooly, it's a little early. What's your subject today? All right, well, it is National Monkey Day. I've got the 10 best movie primates. What's the best monkey in movie history? And we do got to do a little judging of the gift-giving. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.